Welcome to the world's fastest growing podcast that interviews random Todds and asks them unpredictable questions in a series of wacky segments. Here at the Toddcast, we believe every Todd has a story and we want to hear it. Yes. Welcome in, everybody, <laughs> to uh, another episode of the Toddcast. Today, we have the stuntman, actor, and traditional strongman, Todd Jones. Find Todd on inst- on the Instagrams at <laughs> Todd Ryan Jones. Welcome in, Todd. How are you doing? Thanks, man. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing, doing swell. I don't even remember giving you that info. <laughs> we uh, we d- we dug deep. We um, we have a very deep production team that finds every facet of what they need to know. So <laughs> basically, we looked at your Instagram profile and, 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 and that <laughs> and that we we that was directly from your Instagram bio. <laughs> One of our six yeah. interns found that. Yes, cool. we we have so many employees. <laughs> Uh, and we'll just kind of jump right into it and start talking about who you are in our first segment. Once upon a Todd. All right. Once upon a Todd. Uh, this is a segment where basically we just want to hear about who you are, Todd. And what do you want the listeners to know about you? Okay, so the cool. floor is yours. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so like you guys said, I'm a professional stuntman and actor and uh, performing strong man most people don't most people have no idea what i'm talking about when i say the strong man part so i guess i'll go into that first it's yes. uh, uh if if somebody knows what a strong man is they're usually thinking of the modern sport of strong man like world's strongest man yep um that ties in a lot and there's a lot of crossover but that's not what i do me and a very small group of people in the world today that uh, they call it traditional strongman or old time strongman stuff like that. Um, It's not based on, uh, you know, how much weight you can lift or stuff like stuff like the guys do on the, uh, on, on, in the competitive sport. We do things that uh, basically people think are impossible and there's, there's little guys, big guys. We do things like bending steel and, uh, mm-hmm. breaking chains and, uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. Traditional feats of strength. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. I saw you, uh, like I saw one of your videos where you like wrapped a, basically a belt around your chest and then like put some chains on it and yeah. Did a quick flex. Yeah. yeah. Open. Chest expansion. <laughs> That's nice. a cool one. Nice. I like that one a lot. Do you guys uh, comic book fans at all? I I dabble. All right. So if you're a comic book geek like myself, I like the golden <laughs> age stuff, like the real early stuff from the 30s. Um, a lot of uh, Superman, a lot uh, the things that influenced Superman was based on traditional strongman stuff. Oh, nice. And if you look at the old, not even old, they probably still have it where Superman's breaking a chain across his chest. Right. That, that is yeah. directly from the old time uh, strongman guys doing that stuff. That's pretty oh, sweet. Wow. 
Yeah, so I always like that one too. I actually made a little video uh, recently with with the from a, a, a panel of Superman Action Comics number one, very first appearance of Superman, where he's doing that, and I'm like, yep. this is what that is, and I show people. So, that, uh, so you're basically you're basically modern day Superman. I'm pretty much exactly like Superman. Okay, <laughs> that's hey. <laughs> vision and stuff. I don't, I don't want to get into that. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't want to tell everybody about that. So, <laughs> so, so is that how you got into it? Is it, it was like the love for comic books and you transitioned into like uh, strongman stuff, or how did that interest of, come about? Um, like my uh, um, my very first exposure to that because I grew up liking comics, especially vintage stuff. I always saw those old uh, Charles Atlas ads where, you know, the bully kicking sand in the guy's face. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Charles Atlas did all that stuff. So I knew about it ever since I was a kid. I knew that people could do stuff like that. Uh-huh. But, uh, when I got older and I started um, getting into physical training and martial arts and stuff, uh, I came across, are you guys familiar with Pavel Satsaline? I'm not. No, he's uh, he's uh, he's pretty much the guy that spearheaded the resurgence of the kettlebell. Okay. Oh, okay. He pretty much started all that, and I just happened to be on the scene when all that stuff started uh, popping up. Um, so anyway, he's a an excellent trainer and has a lot of really good training manuals, books that he puts out, and all these books he references these old time strongmen that were just doing these mind blowing feats of strength. And I was, and you know, they're like from the 1800s and early 1900s way yeah. before steroids. So I was like, <laughs> what are those guys doing and where can I learn it? And, Prior to uh, steroids. Yeah. Pre-steroids. <laughs> Little, I mean, guys were no, a lot of them were no bigger than I am. And they're doing just like what kind of, feat of strength. And uh, it took me a long time, but I finally found a coach who could uh, teach me the proper methods. And once I found that, I was diligent. Your your prowess and that kind of stuff to go up pretty quickly. I've seen a lot of guys who start taking it seriously and get the proper coaching, and all of a sudden they're doing stuff that they never thought they could before. That's awesome. Yeah. Is uh, it is it so- easy to find a coach? Yeah. No, there's not, there's not, well, nowadays because of technology and stuff, you know, it's yeah, a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. Um, there's find them on a, Craigslist. I, what's that? Just find them on Craigslist. Yeah. Really, a whole ton of, <laughs> right. It's in the plumbing <laughs> section. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My coach is a guy named Chris Ryder. He's, uh, one of the best in the world. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Elite level strong man, and he's an even better coach. So if that if that tells you, and yep. his, his uh, coaching skills are superb, he can break everything down to like the my, most minute detail. Uh, Chris Ryder is my coach. There's a guy named uh, David Whitley. He's another really good coach. Um, I'm hesitant to plug anyone else just because I'm not <laughs> sure if they're coaching now or any uh, anymore. But uh, there's another guy named Dennis Rogers who's uh, uh, he's a, he's a renowned strongman. A lot of guys got started because of him. Hmm. Yeah, there's only I mean you can use your fingers to count how many guys in the entire world yeah. do this stuff. So, it's very true. Yeah, it's that's pretty sweet though. I mean you you've been doing that for a while. You also do the stunt the stuntman stuff. How did, yeah. how did you get into that? I got Have into you always that. just been a 
stunt stunt kid or were you wild as a kid too? Uh, not really. I was an yeah. actor and I couldn't sing or dance or anything. So <laughs> I had to do something to right. stand out. Um, I have a martial arts background, so I figured uh, my pain tolerance was reasonably high. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I could be a could be a stuntman. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Ooh. I could be like the the actor who really for real does his own stunts. So I went to stunt school, and that's exactly what happened. I started getting jobs. What I didn't foresee was that the stunt jobs would quickly take over, and oh, wow. uh, it pretty much. Pretty much right away on paper, I was a stuntman instead of an actor anymore. Right. I usually <laughs> uh, I usually don't even bring up the acting thing anymore and just say I'm a stuntman. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Do you wish you would have uh, been able to still pursue that actor side of things? <sighs> Only after I've hit the cement like 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> after take and i'm like oh my god please no more then i'm like i should have uh wish i should not really though man because i still it satisfies pretty much all of my needs for one um i actually make a living at it now like i make a good living that's sweet yeah i mean how you get that's that solves almost all of your problems right there yep and uh there's still a lot of crossover and my original plan with like, I'll be the actor that can really do his own stunts. It's, it's reversed itself. So now I'm the stunt guy. So if a, a lot of times an acting part will come up, they, they mm-hmm. need a stunt guy. That's a good actor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Up my sleeves. I could go in and more often than not, I, I have a pretty good ratio of landing those jobs when I get called in for them. Oh, sweet. that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, any, so what kind of, yeah, what kind of, like, what genre of stunts is there? Are you like, are you doing, going, like, being set on fire? Or are you like, yeah, I don't, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually, right. what I get is what's the craziest stunt yeah. you've ever done. And even though that's not to me, that's usually the one that everybody thinks is like, whoa, when I get yeah. set on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, um, there's no, uh, I don't really specialize in one thing. Some guys oh. do, and they're like known for this or that. That's not me. Okay. Uh, kind of a general, you know, all Just, around guy. But yeah, I guess set on fire. Anything you can think of getting thrown out windows downstairs, <laughs> set on fire, hit by cars, you know. That's oh, intense. Yeah. Have you ever sustained an injury from that? Knock on wood. <laughs> nothing that I didn't heal up from. Got it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Times you're like, oh boy, and you're like sitting there, yeah. like, please make this heal up. But I've been, I've been lucky. That's oh, wow. That's wild. Yeah. So, like, I guess if if you do get like severely injured, does that? I'm trying to, I guess, tactfully say it. Does it? Does it dig downgrade you as a stuntman? No. Like. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if that was like a like a negative like aspect on your resume. Like, yeah, I did some stunts. I was in a full body cast, but <laughs> I'm out of it now. So I still no. did the stunt. Yeah, no, not at all. As as long as it as long as you had a legitimate reason to get okay, hurt and it wasn't <laughs> something stupid that you did, you know, something obvious. Okay, yeah, or 
Yeah, that's pretty much the only reason. I was going to say, as long as it's real and you're not just being a wuss, like, like, that that will get you blacklisted pretty quick. Yeah. But no, not at all. If you get hurt, basically everybody's like, thank you for doing that and having that not be me because it could have been me. So no, it doesn't hurt your rep at all. See, I I didn't know what their perception of that was. It was like, oh, we hired this stuntman to come in and like do this stunt, but like, I didn't know if you had to do like multiple stunts where if you got injured on the first stunt, they're like, well, now we have to find another stunt man. Yeah, that does happen. Um, we're, we're pretty uh, dispensable. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, they just line them up. It's like, Oh, we're bringing another stunt dude. Kind of. Kind of. Dude. Yeah. Man, it's ruthless. Um, yeah. yeah we're, we're compensated well, but on, that is, that is a reality. We're totally dispensable. Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, you better, you better be if you're putting your body in, those kind of situations. Yeah. Especially the ones that some people don't want to put themselves in. Yeah. And they're the ones that were the actors. So yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's and, all, it's all the more reason though, to make sure that you're a 100% professional at all times, because yeah. there is, there's a thousand dudes behind you, like clamoring mm-hmm. for the job. So yeah, if you, if you, if you had give them a reason to send you home, then that's totally going to happen. So, um, how, keep you on your toes, you know, how do you set yourself, I guess, above the other people? Like, how do you, how do you show that you're more qualified for stunts or hmm. make you more marketable? Um, it's, it's good to have something that only you can do or, okay. or, you know, you are really good at. It's, uh, kind of hard to answer. Basically. Yeah. Uh, the way you prove yourself is by getting hired and actually doing what you say. So it's that classic, like which comes first, the chicken or the egg type of thing. So it's like, and see, that's, that's what I was thinking. You had, you have to like build up that resume, but to build up that resume, you have to pretty much land gigs. Yeah. You can't, you can't just be like, well, I guess you can make a video of yourself yourself on fire. Yeah, Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can have audition videos, basically. Yeah, you, you you can you can do that. I know uh, it's it's better than nothing. Like if you have absolutely nothing and you're trying to be a stuntman, you pretty much have to. Yeah. You know, wow. Obviously, uh, no. Try to know what you're doing. <laughs> would yeah. not recommend messing with fire at all unless you are you know, fire guy and you know what's going on. <laughs> fire guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so once again, I, you brought up earlier that being a stuntman kind of overshadowed your original wanting to be an actor kind of kind of thing. So we're not going to let it overshadow this whole thing, I guess. We we seem to be focused on that. So do you have any – what are some hobbies and stuff you like to do? Uh, hobbies, let's see. Well, actually, my strongman stuff is kind of one of my hobbies because yeah. you're always yeah. like, trying to think of new stuff and you know ways you can – stand out but uh besides all that i'm big into horror movies love me actually here's my uh my daughter's just got me his mug (laughs) uh, oh nice nice. yeah Yeah. i like that thank you i I have a story about this guy on my mug actually do you want to hear it or is that boring it's it's not related do you want to hear it Oh, story it up. Let's so the guy, the guy that played the creature from the Black Lagoon, you guys familiar with Creature from the Black Lagoon? Yes. One of the classic, you know, universal monsters with Dracula and Frankenstein. Yeah. So the guy that played 
the creature from the Black Lagoon is a guy named Rico Browning who went on to become a stunt coordinator. He actually did a lot of stuff that people don't know about. He created Flipper and he's done, he's stunt coordinated all these different movies and uh, a coordinator that I work for a lot knows him well. And uh, I don't geek out about too many things because you're around around celebrities a lot. You kind of get used to it and you're like, okay, celebrities don't really make you geek out as much as they used to yeah i am a monster geek i'm a monster kid and i (laughs) always love that stuff so long story short i'm on set one day with this coordinator that that uh, i work for and the creature from the black lagoon calls him on his phone and i'm standing there talking to him and he looks at his phone and he's like oh it's rico browning and i'm (laughs) just (laughs) is calling you right now and i'm standing next to you i was like yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 powers of the creature from the Black Lagoon through his phone. It was awesome. The, the end. That's that story. Nice. So so it's. I'm not sure when this episode will air, but we're nearing on October. So I mean, this has got to be one of your favorite times of the year. Oh, yeah, you're probably you're probably amped. Yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> it. Uh, as soon as September hits, I'm like trying to pace myself and not yeah. all the Halloween candy and you know. <laughs> Yeah, I love this time of year. Do you do the do you, decorations? Not really. That's mostly because I just don't feel like taking them down later. Yep. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> the worst part of it all. But I would. Like people, but, people go all out with Christmas and stuff. I would. Uh, the thing is, my my house is kind of Halloweenish, pretty much at all times. <laughs> <in> the weird. <laughs> it's it's a good vibe to have. That's it's one of my favorite kind of vibes. Is, that is just, it? Yeah, it's a nice, it's a great, I guess, ambiance to be in. The the fall, October, like horror vibe. Yeah. Everything is just, it's just nice. Yeah, I agree. Like, That's how I am. So, like, what, I, huh? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to, well, I was just going to kind of throw a question out there, but like, if you could pick f- five horror movies that you can only watch, like, which five would you pick? Oh, man. The Shining would definitely be the first Classic. one. It's probably my, my, so your question was five horror movies. Yeah. Or just like build, build a, thrillers, an Octo- yeah. yeah. Thrillers in October movie night. All right. Five movies you want to watch. All right. The shining. That's, that's my favorite horror movie of all time. Cause, uh, you could take out all of the actual supernatural stuff in it and you would still have like a really scary psychological thriller just with like Jack going crazy and they're all locked in the hotel. You yeah. know, just a really well done movie all around. Yep. My favorite one. Uh the scariest one I think still to this day would be The Exorcist. Oh yeah, that that was that was rough. I watched that way too young as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this my life is a yeah. lot of flashbacks to this movie now. Totally. So. When I uh they they re-released it in I think guess it was like the late nineties and they yeah. all these extra scenes. I was a full grown man, and some of those extra scenes when they put in the spider walk down the stairs. Yeah. I'm it, a it was full grown man. You remember being <laughs> a kid and like staying in your blanket and you don't want to move because something's gonna get you. Yes, twenty one yeah. year old man, and I'm watching this scene from The Exorcist. Like, oh my god, and I didn't want to move. <laughs> I was all freaked out. Yeah, The Exorcist. <laughs> So that's my that's my vote for scariest. 
yep. the best horror movie in my opinion in the last probably 20 years or so hereditary I haven't seen that one. You haven't? Oh, no, man. I don't think I've seen it. I've heard a bunch of good things about it, though. If if it has it has a lot, it has a lot of stuff that reminded me of The Shining and just the way it was Ooh. shot and just really well done, kind of a slow burn. But then once yeah. stuff starts happening, you're like, oh. <laughs> so, oh, that's, uh, that's three. Yep. Um, two more. For the Halloween season? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a tough one. I would have to throw in a classic because I'm a big, uh, yeah. you know, classic horror movie. So I would go with maybe The Wolfman. <laughs> the Wolfman. The Wolfman. <laughs> Probably my favorite of the old-time monsters. But I like yeah. them a lot. I, I like yep. them a lot. That's four. One more. I'd probably go with uh, since we since we got a good amount of the vintage ones. Throw in one of the more modern, scary ones, The Conjuring. Kinda. Yeah, the The Conjuring was pretty rough. Yeah, that was that was pretty pretty good one too. Yeah, yeah, nice. So a, that would child be money. off of the cuff five horror movie list. Oh, that's that's a pretty um pretty solid list. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I take it very seriously. <laughs> Yeah, I would need a, a box of Depends if I was going to be witnessing that movie night. <laughs> I, I suck at horror movies, I'm not going to lie. Really? I, uh, yeah. I thought, I thought you would just have diarrhea for no reason. <laughs> I just always need Depends. Right. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. yeah no always, real like, reason. I'm more of like the uh, scary movie three genre the funny oh they're just the, the parody yeah. ones exactly <laughs> That's fine for all different reasons yeah exactly <laughs> no no i did bad exorcist that one like brad said that one messed me up yeah it was rough yeah, me too rough Dang. a lot of them a lot of them messed me up i saw way too many horror movies when i shouldn't have when i was a kid i guess <laughs> a lot of us did you know? yeah growing up i was like oh i'm seven i can watch this i'm like oh no <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Shining did that to me too. The Exorcist. There's a few of them. Uh, Hellraiser. I saw way too young. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I remember seeing parts of that and my parents made me leave. I was like, <laughs> thank, thank you for this. <laughs> I think one of the scariest things I, I vividly remember this as a kid, I was probably like four, three. Yeah. Probably four. Um, the Crypt Keeper, like yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Uh-huh. And that show, my parents would watch it. And I would like walk into the living room and I would hear that like laugh of the Crypt Keeper yeah. and it would just, it would ruin me. I would not sleep for like days. I could like hear it now and it's bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> and like his like skeleton face and his, it was just rough. Yeah. I remember seeing that a few times and it just ruined me. My, uh, my buddy Daniel Ross is, uh, he was an actor now. He's doing really well in the voiceover world. I think he's the current voice of Donald Duck. On the Disney Channel. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Solid. Uh, he, he does an awesome Crypt Keeper. He can do that voice like perfect. I, w- I will never no. speak to this person. <laughs> Stay away. Huh? Well, interesting. Nope. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think that's going to bring us right on into the next segment. What if Todd was one of us? 
All right, this is uh, What If Todd Was One of Us. This is kind of a, a segment where we give you a scenario that uh, us, one of the listeners, or somebody has went through and get kind of your input on what you would have done, how you could help them through oh, these situations. Oh. So, yeah, there's a lot riding on this. All right. So this one comes in from a, um, a member of the Todd Squad. Um, the other day, I made a fairly large grocery store run. I do I do my normal checkout with the cashier and load up all my bags into the cart. I get to the car and I notice that the $35 bag of dog food that I had at the very bottom of the cart went unscanned. What do you do in this situation? Ooh. This Todd goes back and just buys Ooh. it just because uh, I believe in karma. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just in case, man. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you don't need so, that. Like, that bad so, so does the price matter like if it would have been like mm. let's say two apples that would have been 59 cents are you still <laughs> are you running in or are you like oh just i'm just gonna snag these apples and not tell anybody about 59 it. cents yeah it's See, like discount they, apples they were on the clearance shelf i guess i don't know the price <laughs> of apples here's the thing i i purposely park really far away when i park in the <laughs> parking lots get in your extra steps you know oh yeah of course, uh, the thing. So uh, I don't know. An extra Uh-oh. apple. I might let that one slide. Uh oh. I think the Uh-oh. karma gods might not mind that one too much. Car- car- karma apples. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was a play on caramel apples. <laughs> it was a terrible one, if that. But it was. It was. Uh. It happened. Um, yeah. I, I guess the price does pay play into it. I mean, especially walking really f- like if you park, let's say 40, 45 minutes away, never what? mind. <laughs> that's so far away. That's not even a rational amount of time. Like let's say it's a five, five minute walk. That seems uh-huh. long for a parking lot. I guess I wouldn't walk back with the apples. With oh, like a bunch of apples. Yeah. I don't know. It's all, it, it was like a bushel. It would depend on the uh, situation. Yeah. What if you had to go somewhere, you know? Yeah, you're like, oh, I got to go home. Stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, I got to go do some stuff. I'm taking these apples. <laughs> yeah. What, you- and for a $35 bag of dog food, I would have brought it back in. Yeah, that's and a good one. Yeah, people would have been like, ah, and they would appreciate your honesty and give you something, some kind of, Tasty reward or something for it. Tasty <laughs> reward. Walmart's <laughs> tasty <Yeah>. reward. <laughs> Here's two apples. Yeah. <laughs> Clearance <laughs> apples for you. We buddy. thought, we, thought you, we figured you'd steal these anyway. So here's, here's two apples. <laughs> so like, so I guess a twist on that scenario. You, Walmart has been watching you. They're like, oh, he put his he put the dog food under. Let's make keep an eye on him as he checks out. Mm-hmm. So you don't you don't scan the dog food and you go you out in the parking lot and here comes here comes Walmart security and they they <laughs> tackle you. Oh, well, I, I guess that's what they would do over the it's dog illegal. food. Probably but like especially <laughs> those greeters. How, <laughs> how would you convince them that you were you weren't stealing it? The only honesty is the only option, and just uh, try to be as convincing as you can. Say it from the heart. Say, Say it from it the heart. Hopefully, use Walmart security guards really, um, really buy it. 
Yeah. I don't so know if they're there. Like your life absolutely depended on it, which it would in that Walmart situation. Yeah. Indeed. They're some savage, savage people. That's right. <laughs> I think that's, that's good. A little, a little check on, check on your uh, morality scale for everyone out there. Yeah. What would you do in that situation? Try to keep it alive. Yeah. Yeah. Look out for karma. And if it's, if it's apples, eh, maybe you could turn, maybe, maybe karma won't, won't judge you too hard on that. So yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Glad to know that, uh, this Todd has some integrity. It's about time. uh, I tried. (laughs) There's too many people without it nowadays. You know what I mean? You got to make up for them. Try to keep it alive. And there's, there's definitely not enough of this either. It's time to prod Todd. <laughs> not enough prodding Todd in my eyes. No, well, so, what happened? What happened? I don't Why know. There, <laughs> it used to be so much prodding and now there's not. Now there's not. So, but we're going to, we're going to go right we're into it back. Which is basically a series of random questions. And, the uh, very first one is, what is one lie that you believed as a kid, but now sounds absurd? One lie that I believed as a kid, but now sounds yeah. absurd. I got one. Oh. If you, if you keep telling yourself, see, I, I, I want to word this correctly because <laughs> I, uh, I do motivational speaking. and Oh, oh. I don't want to misconstrue my uh, message. It's okay. uh, of all trades. Well, that's that ties in with that's what I use the strongman stuff for. Like you can, you know. Oh, sweet! You're capable like of this, but you're really capable of so much more. And then I prove it. Well, like I'm not supposed to be able to bend this steel, and you know stuff. Huh. Like I like that. that strongman Tony Robbins. Um, oh yeah. Well, gotta have a little deeper voice. Well, right, okay, so. Uh, if you keep telling yourself that you are able to do a, a certain thing, eventually you will trick yourself into believing it and be able to do it no matter how absurd it is. So like when I was a kid, I took that as like, you could tell yourself you can fly one day right. <laughs> in the year, you know, 2010, I'm going to f- be able to fly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that <laughs> when I was a kid so <laughs> for a little while. So you haven't been able to fly. No, no. Oh, dang it. And you've oh, yeah. fallen out of a window, though. So that's, that's, cl- that's pretty close to flying. Yeah, it, I guess technically you're flying for like. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, te- it's temporary flying. Right. Flying yeah, towards flying. the ground. Totally true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, never, I've never been lied so to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Specifically that, like, no matter how absurd the belief is, you can literally do anything. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I think. I think my dad told me that like I popped my knuckles that they would just expand. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I was terrified of that. So I never like popped my knuckles like yeah. growing up because I was scared. Like that I was going to have big swollen right. fingers yeah. and stuff. Did you, did anyone else hear that? Yeah, absolutely. My, what? That's my, not true. Is it? No, I still crack them. I have to, it feels yeah. good. Yeah. My neck, I crack like any, any kind of part of my body. Oh yeah. I try to make audible. Oh yeah. Give yourself yeah. Chiropractic adjustments left and right. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember hearing that as a kid and it, I mean, I always, I still did it. Cause I was like, no, I'm not old, but now I'm like, Oh cool. Like I, I can't not do it. Yeah. And whenever you, whenever you brought it up, it made me, made me want to do it. I had to mute my microphone so I could do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think was, that I was a rude savage and just did it on in the microphone. Hey, that's how yeah. you, AS a little ASMR for everybody out there. <laughs> ASMR knuckle cracking. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I heard that one and the um sitting too close to the TV um will like hurt your eyes or whatever, you'll go blind. I'm pretty sure that one's true. I don't know no, about I, 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 I have amazing vision. Yeah. I, I sat so close to the TV. Really? So close that I couldn't see anything. It was, it, was <laughs> it made no sense, but I wanted to prove a point. So <laughs> glue your eyelids open. Take that, parents. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean there was a bunch of lies as a kid. What are some of there were some that like you would hear at school where like kids would like start it and it, it seemed like everybody like everybody everywhere heard it somehow. Yeah. Like every, I, I, I went to a school and I heard this, Michael went to a school, like we didn't go to the same school, but I'm sure I, I can't think of anything, but like, I'm sure if I brought something up, you'd be like, I heard that too. I heard one that turned out to be true. You, you ever hear like urban legends, like every, every town's got their same urban legends, like yeah. groups, yep. of, uh, Satan worshipers out. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had those. Yeah, we band. have, we had caves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, uh, one time, so we had heard about this, this group of Satan worshipers out in this kind of country area, and they're in this gray van, and if you drive by, you know, they'll get out and attack you as Satan worshipers do. Oh, my. So yeah. we're driving around one night, and I kid you not, we're out in the middle of the country, and we found this freaking van on the side of the road, a gray van. It was like, it was real. And- uh, uh. I was probably the least brave. I was the only guy in a group of in a, in a car and a, with uh, all girls, and I was definitely the uh, most cowardly one in there. It was horrible. <laughs> Did See, not want to go near that van, and they're all like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> like, nope. it's, it's crazy because, like, I, we had that same situation where, like, there was a it was way out in the country. There was these these caves, mm-hmm. and you would go there during the day, and there was all this like writing inside of it. And at night, I guess if you go there on like a Saturday night or something, they would always have these meetings and you would, we drove by it and there was a, there was a fire in the cave. Yeah. So like we parked the car and kind of like snuck up to it and you hear just like, just like crazy chanting and like, oh, this is a real thing. Like people actually worship Satan Satan in this cave. Yeah. Huh. I'm like, what, what is happening? Why is it? Why is this a real thing? Yeah. Reality like, is uh, freakier than like, but the 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 tooth the tooth fairy's not real, but the Satan worshippers in the cave are. <laughs> like, yeah. the heck? Well, huh. yeah, we we were lied to as kids, all of us, and some of them ended up being true. Unfortunately, the Satan ones were true. Yeah, <laughs> um, a bunch of them that I, I am not thinking of right now. Yeah, I I could go on forever, I guess. Um, so would you rather build a perfect paper airplane? Or apply for a personal loan? <sighs> Probably, I can think of a lot of stuff I could do with a personal loan. So, but it's, it's okay. a perfect, perfect paper airplane. Did Did you catch that part? I didn't. Perfect. Mm, perfect. No, I'd still grab the loan. And you you don't know what the interest rate is. We <laughs> haven't given you an interest rate. You could have just got locked into a like a payday 99.99. loan. Dude, I'm a I'm a stunt man, brother. I take. <laughs> so risky all right well cool how about all right 
What? <laughs> what? How, how much would you, I guess, apply for? You can keep it modest and do like a grand, or like get get wild and do like big do like twenty five, do like twenty five G's on a personal loan. I don't know why, but the number thirty popped into my head right off the bat. I think I thirty dollar personal loan. Give me a thirty dollar personal loan. <laughs> I got uh, yeah. Now thirty thirty grand, I would do. That's that's smart. Uh, you're gonna be over there just paying off this personal loan. I'm gonna be flying the perfect paper airplane all over the place. <laughs> People yeah, are gonna like be. A, I'm gonna YouTube win competitions. Dedicated right. to it, just monetizing out of it. I'm gonna monetize it. I'm gonna win <laughs> competitions. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna write a book <laughs> about the airplane. Gonna yes, the one old. airplane I built. Yes, be all old seeing you on the news with you. <laughs> I should still got this. Per paying off that loan. You're still paying <laughs> off that. <laughs> oh, a, ge- a genie gave me. Two two choices when I was earlier in my life. I chose the airplane. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, all right, next question. What movie title does not fit the movie itself? Hmm. Uh, what movie title does not fit the movie itself? Indeed. I never really understood one flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> yeah, that's it should be yeah, called that... like crazy Jack or something. Is that as marketable though? What's that? Is that as marketable? Would you have watched crazy Jack? I think oh, I yeah. would have actually. Oh, totally. I feel like, I feel like one flies over the cuckoo's nest. Is, I, yeah, that's probably why, right. It's too long of a title. It. Yeah. Like, yo, let's go watch Crazy Jack. Like, yo, let's go. Yo, let's go, I just, let's go get down on some CJ. <laughs> over the cuckoo's nest. Yes, you have to be like, what is that about? Yeah. Crazy mm. Jack, you're like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be good. Right. One yeah. one flew over the cuckoo's nest, you're kinda like, I don't know what that really means. That's right. Like a nursery rhyme. It's yeah. exactly that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> like a, like a Dr. Seuss sounds yeah. like. Yeah. I think one you I think you knocked the rest. Did you ever hear the rest of that? How that goes? Mm. That's how it is. One flew east, one flew west, one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest. Ah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never knew that. Huh. I did not either. Neither did I. This is an educational episode. I am. It is. I'm, I'm a wise old teacher is what I am. I, I could tell you were, you were the epitome of wisdom. Yep. I sat up <laughs> beard- on for a long time to find that beard- one out. Beard- beardless, <laughs> beardless wizard. <laughs> oh, I have a oh. beard sometimes. That's another stuntman thing. We usually... Uh, we, if you ever meet other stuntmen, a lot of times we'll have beards because it's a, uh, it's like a thing. It's it's better to have one, and then shows can uh, do stuff with them if they want. That makes it off or yeah. get the goatee, whatever like that. So often we can't walk. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Say rip it off. <laughs> uh, sometimes it gets ripped off. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Not oh. on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Dang. I guess you. I guess that makes sense, though. You walk up and they're like, "Oh, we we're looking for some guy with a beard." You're like, "Well, dang it, I can yeah. grow one, but not like right now." Yeah, well, like, you'll, uh, get, you'll get called before uh, they actually bring you in. Oh, so you got one? Yeah, just sit mm. there and just force it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I got another one. A lot of the times, you'll have just shaved for another show, 
And then another mm-hmm. one calls you and you had one like two days ago and now you don't. And they're like, oh, could have had so it. So are you, are you a pretty quick turnaround on a beard or? I think so. But uh, still, you know, yeah. usually if they want a beard, they want a, they want a pretty good. Yeah, they want a burly, burly yeah, beard. Like yours, man. They want a, a man beard. A man beard. <laughs> he's, he's talking to Brad. Just that yeah. <laughs> Never Michael. Um, Never, no. <laughs> so I got a, another would you rather question, I guess. Um, classic. Would you a classic one? Would you rather only be able to respond to people using song lyrics or movie quotes? Ooh. Hmm, that is a do good you, question. I, I guess. What do you have a deeper, I guess, knowledge base of? That I would probably have to go with music. Yeah. If nice. if that's what it comes down to, a deeper knowledge. Technically, as much as I love movies. I think I could probably go deeper with music. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm trying to think of, I mean, I could name 15 to 20 different song quotes. Like right now I could probably name like three or four movie quotes off the top of my head. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be horrible. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of both. I think I might be like 60, 40 music movies. Yeah. Hmm. I think of a lot of uh, movie quotes, but a lot of the times, yeah, I'll find myself singing a song because somebody said something stupid. <laughs> like my daughters will be like, I'm so tired. And then oh, the Beatles song comes in my head instantly. <laughs> yep. I have to sing it, you know, from beginning to end. Yo, do you so, ever sing, uh, what's the one Rolling Stone song? Can't always get what you want. Yeah. Remember, uh, that was can't always, always, that lyric was used on me <laughs> like when I was a kid. But I want it oh. like, ah, can't always get what you want. I'm like, ooh. Oh, I was like, we can try sometimes. <laughs> Ooh. So, <laughs> so I guess um how would how would you respond to this using a song lyric? Um Ooh. what are you going to do tomorrow? What are you going to do tomorrow with a song lyric? What's the plans for tomorrow? Oh man, with a song lyric. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know, man. That's yeah, rough, rough on the spot. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a, well, I'm going to be coming out of my cage and I'll be feeling just fine. I'll tell you that. (laughs) You're Mr. You're Mr. Brightside tomorrow. That's basically, I was trying (laughs) to think of something where, where tomorrow comes in. The only one I could think of is tomorrow never knows by the Beatles, but that's completely Mm. nonsensical and would uh, (laughs) not make sense. Well, that would just be very like, Oh, okay. Okay. Pretty much. What do you got? Imagine just walking up to somebody on the street, like, "Oh, what are you doing tomorrow?" Like, tomorrow never comes. Like, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Some sort of profit. Yeah. <laughs> you very make me very uneasy if that was the answer. <laughs> it's uh. Do you guys know who Jim Caviezel is? Ooh. I do not. He's a, He was the star of. Uh, person of interest he's he's also the dude that played jesus in the uh mel gibson passion passion yeah okay uh he was the star of of, uh person of interest for a long time so i I worked on a bunch of episodes of that show and that's what (laughs) he would do so his character on the show he's you know he's like this thought to be dead super ninja spy guy and talks you know like the voice and stuff and uh 
So you'd be on set with him, and that's how he would talk to you. And apparently, he's a really religious dude, so he would come up to you in between takes sometimes and say something like completely random and cryptic and dead <laughs> serious. And he'd walk away <laughs> with this, and that, that was the end. And you and, like, and oh, what just happened? You're just like, whoa, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You, you're not exactly sure what just happened anytime. Anytime he did that, he's a cool guy though. Now, would you or the song lyrics? Now, would you sing them, or is this just like spoken word? Clever, you're trying to be. If you're trying to be yeah. all funny and clever, you say it like all serious and yeah. try to make it sound like you're not singing a yeah. song. And see if they yeah. catch on and see if you can pull it off. Like you're just yeah. conversationally. I guess after after a while, though, if it's someone you interact with a lot, they're like, okay, you you don't have to sing every time you say something. <laughs> Totally. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not your friend anymore. If you keep singing, pretty much. My daughter. Uh, I do that there constantly. So yeah. in that situation, I I sing it as loud as I possibly can every single. I time. think. I think. Let it go is something I sing no matter almost any constant <laughs> situation I say it, hear it because it's the fro from Frozen, yeah. and I just every time I want to say it, I I kind of sing it with some sort of cadence to it. <laughs> hey that's a good one you could have worse habits i guess yeah i mean you definitely could <laughs> there's way worse things out there <laughs> hmm. oh so next question <laughs> i was just gonna say did i answer something i don't know if i did that was a while ago uh, oh you, no you did a great job all right yeah, using them song lyrics so uh next question is what's more dangerous uh, UV rays or stingrays? Oh man. Hmm. 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 <laughs> UV rays did not kill Steve Irwin. Ooh. This is the, the truth. Stingray did. That's true. Yes. I mean, UV rays were there. They didn't save. They him. were, they were present. <laughs> <laughs> they may have been an accomplice. The stingray and the UV ray worked. They they worked together. So the question is, what's more deadly? I guess dangerous. More more dangerous? I don't know, man. That's a tough question. Have you yeah. ever seen a stingray in the in the wild? I, I, uh, not in the yeah. wild, dude. They look like a friendly cartoon character. They swim around and their eyes yeah. look happy. They literally yeah. look happy and pleasant. They do look happy. And uh, there's parts of the world, I forget where, where you can just straight up go and swim with the stingrays and they come up on you like little water puppies. And they're like, hmm. so, I've done that. Oh. That's right. You swam, swam with them? Yeah. I, I did not. What'd you I've say? Pet one. I, I, I did. Yeah. You got yeah. to like pet them and like they brought them up. There's like some clear water like in the Central hmm. America area. It yeah. Cool. It was sweet. Yeah. yeah those weren't dangerous. Awesome. So I guess and they're all flappy and stuff. They are very, they are very flappy. One thing that I've, I, I, you can weaponize a stingray. Like you can frisbee it at somebody. You could. What? <laughs> and that's pretty dangerous, right? Yeah. Depends on the size. <laughs> what the, yeah. It depends on the size. It'd have to be like a, an infant stingray or like a smaller version of one, mm. but you could definitely sting frisbee that at somebody. I don't know if it'll injure them, but. 
<laughs> it would probably be pretty pissed once it landed and sting them. Yeah. Imagine. So that's pretty dangerous. But UV oh, rays yeah. are just, yeah, SPFs. You need those SPFs. It's true. That's, You're going to protect the environment. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, gonna... I, I would go with the stingray, more dangerous. Yeah. As far as, yeah, as, far as concentrated danger, I would, I'd have to go with the stingray. <laughs> yeah, because you could protect yourself from UV rays. You can't protect yourself from stingrays. Like you yeah. could just be, I mean, they could just show up anywhere. That's right. Knock on your door. Kick in your front door. You go to like check the eye hole and their little sting thing goes straight through. That would happen one day. I don't know why that, that image is just a hilarious <laughs> image. Uh, terrific uh, well uh, and uh, uh, you, need, you need uv rays to uh produce vitamin d which you need to produce testosterone so it's actually it's true yeah. yeah thank you uv rays yeah thank you. What, what have you done for a stingrays <laughs> you took away the crop exactly crop. for all the stingrays that are listening we yeah. want to know right. um so I guess to move on to a, a very, I guess, on topic. Mm, yeah, fights. Yeah, fights. Um, who would win in a fight? The California Raisins or Snap, Crackle, and Pop from the Rice from Rice Krispies? I'd probably go with the Raisins. There's more of them, first and foremost. Ooh, that's, that's true. They have like four of them, right? We see sometimes they get that train going and there's like 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> they, the they just have they yeah they got raisins for days very well there's a there's a lot of them they'd gang up on them. there's only three of them no question the raisins oh the little instruments raisins. And stuff they can you know weaponize them <laughs> raisins huh. all the way. so is there any kind of weapon that snack snap crackle and pop could have that would i mean obviously you could pick a weapon but like, what would, what would make this more fair? Maybe they could do uh they all have their little elf hats. I don't know. Maybe they could do a Peaky Blinder <laughs> action. It's <laughs> like odd job. And just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Those raisins. And I mean, the raisins could sing. They, they had a lot of talents. So I'm sure fighting, fighting was probably one of them. They look pretty angry, actually. I just looked yeah, at them. They they look pissed. Yeah, don't Google search them. They <laughs> they're horrifying. There's a documentary called. Uh, there's a, they did a documentary about the the California raisins. Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. It's amazing. It's a whole thing, and they have like claymation uh, commercials during it and everything. It's awesome. If oh, you're ever bored someday, look it up. It's really good. They look like they look like melted Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> I just I'm looking at them right now and I, I hate them. I hate, hate them so them? much. Oh, you gotta watch that uh documentary. You'll you'll not m- anymore. All right. So they're they're likable. They have good personalities. Yes, they're very personable and they're all Okay, dis- that's good. <laughs> so but they're they personable, like- but they'll they'll whoop ass. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually what I was getting to. When you watch the documentary you can tell they've lived a life and they've been around the block. <laughs> they've done some oh, things. Snap, crackle, pop. They don't leave. They, they never left that little, uh, 
cereal factory. <laughs> they work there too. <laughs> Not only is are that, they the mascot, they're also part owner. Is that how the California raisins, uh, you know, win the fight? They, they, is that like the method that they hurt them each? Like is by their name. Like they just snap, snap in half. Ooh. I don't know what you, how you crackle somebody. You crack all of his little you, fingers and they swell up and he dies. And good then Lord. They just pop and, <laughs> You've been crackled. And pop, well, just whatever pop, that means. Pop, he just explodes. <laughs> just spontaneously yeah. combusts. I can picture the pop part. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I unfortunately, I yeah, can too. <laughs> so these raisins just have like crazy powers as well. Yeah, sometimes they do. This is straight sometimes up, straight up do. magic. Yeah. I didn't think it was that lopsided, but you've you've convinced me that yeah, the raisins, yeah. the raisins could take on almost anybody at this point. <laughs> yeah, I, I went into this episode thinking it was snap, crackle, pop, but yeah, yeah me like, too. I think you said it's it might be them raisins, raisins now, like you. Now, like if it was like the California raisins versus Shaq, like I still don't know. I, I might side with the raisins after what you've told me. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they could turn into a vicious gang quickly. They. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have well, to watch my back for these raisins in the future. Right. Hard asses. Mm. So speaking of speaking of raisins, uh, what's your what's your favorite step of photosynthesis? My favorite step of photosynthesis. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Reach, reaching, yeah. reaching back. That's uh, what I was thinking. <laughs> I guess whatever step makes my uh, plants grow because I like my plants in my house. Mm, there you go. Air quality. So all the steps. All the steps. Yeah. <laughs> all the Very steps. Nice. Yeah, the, what about the? Uh, how do you feel about the the Calvin cycle? <laughs> It's <laughs> like it's like the the second of two major steps or stages in photosynthesis. I I love that cycle. It's my favorite. It's a, it, it's a great cycle. <laughs> yeah. It was actually invented. Yeah, it's named after uh, Calvin Klein. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah, like sm- smells amazing. <laughs> I think of Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um and most people come to the podcast to get their education. So Yeah. Yeah, and just do our part. Yeah. yeah just in case, um, step three is pretty good. That's when the electrons oh. move down to the enzymes. That's <laughs> that's when that's when stuff gets. That's when it gets rolling. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all right. Like, yeah, there's better ones. Yeah, there's <laughs> better ones. But like, I yeah, the Calvin's like, oof, shit's crazy. Why did I say shit? Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason well, for me to say that. Well. uh on to the next little segment here. Wrong answers only. All right. Wrong answers only means right. I don't want to hear the right answer. Understood? Okay. Yeah. That seems no. awesome. All right. All right. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Flipping tables over if he says the right answer. You understand that? All right. Sorry. Uh, finish these lyrics. Uh, I want to rock and roll all night and... And, uh, and, uh, I'm trying to think of something so witty. I just can't play checkers. Period. (laughs) (laughs) I want to rock and roll roll all night night and play checkers. Period. Duel. That's what I want to do. 
I mean, that's pretty wild. That would be a baller night, quite honestly. I'm, I'm I mean, guy, man, you guys can't hang with me. How <laughs> I roll. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, what does the acronym LMAO stand for? <laughs> uh, long. Ooh. Oh. Oh gosh. <laughs> How's it gonna recover here? Mucho. Long mucho. <laughs> Multilingual. Amigo. Uh, oh. <laughs> Long mucho amigo. Oh. Like, oh. Oh. With an oh. point. I long mucho something that uh, guy yelled out one time, a Spanish speaking guy. <laughs> yeah, huh. that's why Michael, that... Michael brought it up, but I, I've never heard of a bilingual like acronym. It has like <laughs> it has English language and Spanish mixed together to make one acronym. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's... You have guys like me on your podcast to come in and uh, mm. educate you, right? Keep keeping things spicy. Yeah. El, El, El Bano. <laughs> is, is that the toilet or bathroom? Yeah, when you make me improv. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. Man. Uh, explain the invention of the telephone. How did that come about? <clears throat> See, what's hmm. happening is... Like an hour after we get done here, I'm going to have some hilarious <laughs> and witty answers. I'm just going to send us your audio snippets and we'll just yeah. plug it in. We'll just <laughs> plug it in. Like, nothing right. We'll put- How it was invented, it was probably, I don't know if this is even the wrong answer, it was probably Tesla. <laughs> and mm. went up to Edison <laughs> and was like, look at this awesome thing. Edison was like, let me see that. <laughs> and he took oh. it. Oh, gosh. And was like, this is my thing that I have. That was probably that, completely the right answer. No, nah, it probably was. I Him and I Elon failed. Musk got to fight. <laughs> and and Nikola, Nikola Tesla. They all yeah, just, it, Elon Musk was there for some reason. I don't <laughs> know why I said that. He's got the technology. Yeah, I thought of Tesla and I was like, oh, Elon Musk. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's an actual person named uh, Tesla. <laughs> actual Nikola Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Sorry, T-Dog. Um, <laughs> I think I, I, that's what I learned. I think that was actually in my history book. So the Tesla thing. No, th- th- what exactly what you said verbatim. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was thinking about it and I was like, that was probably the complete right answer, which is yeah. not what I was supposed to do. So sorry about that. He probably Edison, Edison. No, Edison punched a bunch of people and stole their inventions. He might. He's one of the, he's one of the biggest frauds in history. He's, he was, <laughs> Sure. I don't know why I'm using this platform to call out Thomas Edison, but <laughs> no, I uh, I have read I have read that myself. Thank you. That's a that's a whole rabbit hole we could go down right yeah, there. We're on to you, uh, Edison. He's he's <laughs> laughing in his grave because he's got uh, he's making some sweet profits off all these Edison bulbs. That's, that's right. delicious. Oh yeah, I, like I have Edison I have some. Right. Yeah, exactly. People mess with all about the Edison bulbs. Exactly. Dang. Well, uh, we're going to find out if you're a fraud in this next segment. That's odd, Todd. Uh, That's odd, Todd. This segment, we will um, get the uh, two truths and one lie from you and see if we can decipher which one is the lie. All right. 
Do I just go right. whenever? Do it. Do it up. All right. So you want you want two truths and a lie, right? No, no particular, particular order. order. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I am uh, number one. I am related to an urban legend slash mythological beast. Number two, mm. I once beat Johnny Depp in a game of checkers. checkers. And number three, Dwayne The Rock Johnson one time shoved a banana in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Oh, golly. So one, one of these is... At least one of them is true. Like, at okay, least two so of them are true, I guess. Said two truths and a lie, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we um, got the the mythological uh, heritage thing going it, on. It threw me off because initially he said, "I am number one." Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, wait, is, is this a fact?" <laughs> Period. I am number I one. Am number one. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So the the mythological. Uh, heritage beast. thing, beast, beast, some beast in his blood. Uh, beat Johnny Depp in checkers, hmm. and <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson uh, shoved a banana out <laughs> of your mouth. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> wow! Oh, you have the it's audio reenactment. Yeah, you just yeah. paint a picture. Holy you smokes. Didn't. I really right. want the third one to be true. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Why would that happen? Oh, um, uh, Brad, what you thinking, man? You thinking? I, he, he mentioned, he mentioned checkers earlier cause he, he wants did. to party. He wants to rock and roll all night and play checkers. So <laughs> I think up. he has played Johnny, Je- Johnny Jepp, Johnny Depp in <clears throat> checkers. Yes. Um, I can believe the banana thing too. Cause you seem like you would eat a banana. What? So I, <laughs> he, I feel like he needs potassium. Everyone needs potassium. So <laughs> everybody needs. I it. had one a little while ago. There you go. Was Dwayne the Rock Johnson there? But <laughs> <laughs> I did. It's the only way I can eat a banana. <laughs> um. Yes, yeah, so I, th- I think the um, I think the um, the heritage is. Is false. I oh, I hate it, but I'm gonna say the Dwayne the Rock Johnson one is the lie. So so Brad thinks it's the Heritage one, and I'm saying it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So Todd, mm-hmm. what what is it? You you guys think those are lies? Yes. Oh, I I I think the the Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the lie, and. Brad thinks the heritage one is the lie. Okay. So what is the actual lie? Wait, there was, okay. The lie, the yes. lie was the Johnny Depp one. No, oh, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, checkers with him. I worked with him one time. Oh. I never played checkers with him though. But you well, were force fed a banana by the yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah, I was. We're going to start there. Uh, Explain. Uh, well, being I, I was. Uh, Do you guys ever see that movie uh, Central Intelligence with uh, him and Kevin Hart? Oh yeah, yes. So there's this scene where they're in the office building, and uh, 
he squares off with the dude in the kitchen and the dude's got the knife and the, and he has a banana and he ends up. So, uh, I doubled that guy. Oh, that he fights. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty sweet. Banana shoved in my mouth. Dang. By the rock. Yep. That that is pretty baller. I don't (laughs) like you saying the word baller, but (laughs) was it Aaron Paul? Aaron Paul was in it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My buddy uh Jason Mello doubled him on that movie. Nice. Yeah, that was a good job for me. I, I met a lot of a, a lot of people. That was kind of a significant job in my career. Yeah, it's got a pretty solid cast. It's got Jason yeah. Bateman, uh Aaron Paul, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I met a met a lot of people. I, I doubled a guy named Tim Smith in that movie. Mm-hmm. If you ever watch the movie again, he's there's a guy with uh He's bald on top. He's got a dark beard. I doubled that guy. So when they okay. had a fight scene in the office building, I, I did a lot of that stuff. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. That was a um, we got a lot of content to watch now. Yeah, we have so much to watch. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, that's- uh, being related to the mythological creature slash urban legend is also true. Have you yes. guys heard of uh, the Jersey Devil? It's not so much. I was Not thinking of the hockey team, but well, that's what it's named, that's what they're named after. So there's right. a called the uh, the Jersey Devil. It's like it's like a Bigfoot kind of urban legend type of okay. So crypto is it a cryptid? What do they call this? Cryptozoology, you know? Yeah. Um. So flying biped with hooves. The devil itself is obviously an, a legend. It's a mythological creature. However, the person that is supposed to be the thing's mother was a real person her name was mother Leeds, and she is on my family tree so according to my family tree he the jersey devil would be my seventh great uncle or however he's seven you know seven <laughs> that's insane say that but yeah seventh seventh great uncle for lack of a, me knowing how to say that I don't have any uncles that look like this, what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that is incredibly unique Wacky. for everyone out there. Yeah. Google, Google the Jersey devil and take a gander. We may have to, <laughs> we may have to post it with this episode. <laughs> uh, if you ever go to Penn station in New York, they got a, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Have you guys ever been to Penn station? I've not. It's one of the major transportation hubs in New York. So if you ever go, yeah, there, I may have. They have this big, I don't know what you would call it, a diorama or something. It's a big like electronic thing that circles around and they have a big caricature of the Jersey Devil that uh okay. goes around in a circle there. Oh. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, Very interesting. I, my point being, I'm not the only freak in the entire world that has heard of it. <laughs> it's a thing. After after hearing this episode, I'm glad no one has like a broadcast and has in, invited me onto it because I am not interesting at all. <laughs> like, no. if anybody asked me these questions, they'd be like, well, "Okay, you you suck." <laughs> but you you've been like genuinely like awesome. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Dang. Well, I think it's time for a little bit of a uh, trust. In Todd, we trust. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Well, despite you tricking both Brad and myself, I did. Uh, yeah, it's we we tricky. still want to hear some some advice because we 
for one reason or the other still trust you. So, <laughs> uh, what what's a piece of advice you like to leave the listeners with? I got a good one for that. So, uh, when I was a struggling actor trying to carve out a career for myself in the notoriously difficult entertainment industry, film and television industry, I read a lot. I read a lot in general. Um, any kind of, uh, doesn't have to be a celebrity, but you know, any, any well-known person who is well-known because they accomplished whatever it was that they wanted to accomplish. I like to yeah. find out about that person. I like to find out what they did, how they got there, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Why, why do I know about this person? Like, why are they well-known? Yeah. Um, the one thing that I kept coming across for any successful person that I've ever read about, uh, the one thing that they, that they have all attributed to their success across the board is perseverance. Just yes. don't stop going after what you, what you want, what you're trying to do. It's going to be difficult sometimes. It's going to suck and it's going to feel like it's impossible. Those are the times when you don't stop and you keep going persevere perseverance yep I, I i like that word a lot yeah I, I love it yeah i just finished angela duckworth's book grit which is all about you know that combination of passion and perseverance mm-hmm. um and that's something uh i think that we could all have a lot a lot more of just don't be afraid to get back up if you get knocked back down just i mean just get right back up keep getting at it and uh it's it's effort over like that luck and talent and all that. So you just got to persevere through it. Yep. 100%. Nice. And, uh, it's, you're, you're, you're supposed to have that getting knocked down time. Like that's part of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Nothing is going to be worthwhile if it's just, if you just go after and get it, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. True. So don't, don't let those times affect you. That is just as, big a part of the good times when you feel like you're getting somewhere, you know, it's just as important to have those times that uh, you feel like you're not getting anywhere and you overcome that stuff and you keep going and you persevere. Yeah. Yeah. Persevere. Just like you said, it'll, it'll uh, outdo, you know, talent. A lot of times you just keep Mm -hmm. at it. Sorry. Like you're about to say something today. Interrupt you. Oh no, I I was, I was just, in, ingesting it, just taking, <laughs> taking it in. Gotcha. Brad, Brad needs some perseverance in his life. I do. I need to persevere through things. Damn. <laughs> preserve preservatives. That's nope, Brad. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> what we were word. talking about. Right. For <laughs> word. Like jam, jelly, Eat more preservatives, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what the, yeah. Pre- preservatives. <laughs> now I, I think that's a really good message and it's, it's, Definitely something I will, I need to take in. All right. I don't persevere. Nah. Well, nah. What, what have you not persevered in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, <laughs> I guess things. Step number one, find something. <laughs> I need to make a list of things that I've, <laughs> right. I need to find something to persevere in and then see if Tots. I can actually persevere through it. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> you got Thank a cool you. podcast going on. Yeah, That's, look at that. No, look at us. We're doing doing swell. It's right on me. A lot <laughs> of people a lot of people want to start 
excuse me, want to start a podcast and they don't and they give up because, you know, it's true. Takes effort. So, so maybe I do persevere. Take yeah. that. Yeah, man. You take you, that you, world. Don't sell yeah. yourself short, brother. <laughs> well, Good I job. think that deserves a bit of a nod, that piece of advice. It's time to give a nod to Todd. We appreciate you taking the time. We had a extremely good time. I, I think I hope you did too. Yeah, man. Enjoyed it. Really, this was a very welcome distraction from all the, you know, <laughs> the, the that's what awesome year that we've had so far. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what we're here to that's what we're here to do is just distract the people from the the craziness and give some give an, out, time. Yeah. give an outlet to outlet to ser- silly silliness. I guess. Yeah. Have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Need more of that. No, I did. I had a great time. I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me. Thank you. Oh, anytime. Yeah, be thankful that your name is Todd. <laughs> if not, then we would have never. We'd have never talked. That's right. <laughs> I, used to hate no, that but- name. I like my name now. You know how you hate your name when you're a kid. <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah. For a long time, but I don't know. I like it now. Take take pride in it. That's it's- right. <laughs> Especially um, after after today. Oh yeah, this, this is like the the pinnacle of being a Todd. This is what all Todds strive to do. That's right. It's like elite level stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, we had a good time, and um, any everybody out there, I hope you had a good time listening. And go ahead and give Todd a follow on Instagram at Todd Ryan Jones. Um, Todd, do you have any sort of websites or anything else you want to drop? Uh, uh, I'm too. Also, actually, I do uh, most of my strongman stuff, little inspirational strongman stuff. I do it on TikTok. It just seems to be a Ooh. good uh, platform for it. Okay, what what's your uh, TikTok handle? At, it's the same. So same same across the board. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. That makes it um makes it easy. At Todd Ryan Jones. Yep. There we go. And checking out any of the uh, film or television stuff I've been on, you can look me up on IMDb. It's a pretty good cool. list. There might be some stuff missing, but it's it's pretty thorough for the most part. Oh, yeah. And um, if you want to see a page that does not exist, look for my IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> but a page oh. that does exist is our Instagram page, which is at the Toddcast Pod. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow on there if you would like. Actually, even if you don't like it, go ahead and just give us a follow. Um, subscribe and review wherever you can find podcasts. And if you're a Todd or know any Todds, slide into our DMs on Instagram at the Toddcast Pod or email us at the Toddcast Pod at gmail.com. All right. And with that, I'm Michael. I'm Brad. I am, of I mean, course, Todd. Todd. He is Todd. Yes. He's Todd. The bod. Todd bod. <laughs>